remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not too crisp or bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. Ta-da. Peru. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. He had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Knutson, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is Grabbing Lunch episode 34. 34, we did it everybody. We totally did it. For all those naysayers... We turned you into yaysayers. This is episode 34, My Lunch with Ryan Singer and Andre Highland. Um, full disclosure, I'm a little late getting the episode up this week. I uh, try to put them out on Saturdays. Today is Monday morning. Got a totally legitimate excuse. I went to the river, uh, the mythical river. You know when you hear your friends say, I'm going to the river, and you always wonder, like, what? What does that even mean? Uh, I'm back from there to let you know that what it means is you spend three days standing in waist-deep water drinking Coors Lights, and uh, every once in a while somebody pulls you around in an inner tube behind a speedboat, and it's great. So um, if you get a chance, go to the river, especially with friends who have boats and jet skis and all kinds of toys, so you can be an interloper. I could have the river experience without having to pull anything behind you. So, um, but I am back. This is my lunch with Ryan Singer and Andre Highland, and I think it's only fitting that uh, that I play this one after a week of recreation because what I did with Ryan and Andre is the three of us went to the uh, Los Feliz Pitch and Putt, a little three par three uh, pitching putt i think it's like one of those little golf courses where like the holes are only like 74 yards and you just pitch it out there and try and put it in i guess that's how they got the name pitch and putt uh so we we played some golf and then we had some lunch at this uh cafe that is attached to the golf course so that is it all right let's get into it uh but i would be remiss if i didn't say uh Go to mattknudsen.com for all your web surfing needs. M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. Uh, you can find my tour schedule. You can find some projects that I've been up to. You can find the public mea culpa blog that I wrote in case you need to apologize to your family or the media. I wrote you a form letter, and you can just print it out and circle all that apply. It's at uh, mattknudsen.com. Okay, so my guests for lunch... We're Ryan Singer, the aforementioned Ryan Singer. Uh, he is hilarious. He uh, he opened for Mark Marin on the road. He also has a phenomenal uh, albums out on iTunes. He's on the road right now, and you can find his tour dates at his website, Ryan Singer Comedy. R Y A N S I N G E R Ryan Singer or find him on Twitter at Ryan Sing R Y S I N G. He's great, and he's unique, and uh, great and unique are two of my favorite attributes in a comedian, and even more so in a friend, and I'm proud to call him my buddy. So, uh, Ryan Singer Comedy, and uh, just FYI, Ryan Singer sounds like this. And sometimes I feel like I'm an alien dropped (laughs) off on this planet, and I have 
no idea what anyone's talking about. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Comedian Ryan Singer is an alien. It's a Grabbing Lunch exclusive. Either that or he just doesn't understand things. But at the end of the day, what's the difference? Am I right, everybody? Uh, my other guest is Andre Highland. I am such a big Andre Highland fan. I think he is a genius. I really do. Uh, he is a comedian. He is also an actor. He is a writer. He is a director. You may also know him from his alter ego, Jesse Miller. I remember the first time I saw the Jesse Miller talk show live on stage, I was blown away and delighted and laughing the whole time. So find Jesse Miller. Uh, he also as I said, is a uh, director, writer, producer. He just had a film at the Sundance Film Festival, a short film that he wrote, directed, starred in called Funnel. Uh, you can find information about that at funnelfilm.com. It was uh, produced by Bob Odenkirk of Mr. Show, uh, so that is super cool. Uh, funnelfilm.com. You can also find his website, Blonde. Chili, B-L-O-N-D-C-H-I-L-I dot com. Blonde Chili for all things Andre Highland. And uh, he's also on uh, Twitter, at Andre Highland. I, he's just, this is one of the reasons I love doing the show, because without the show, I don't think I would have gone golfing and had lunch with Andre Highland, and it was awesome. So uh, here you go. Uh, I, oh, and I forgot to say, uh, Andre Highland sounds like this. The worst is surfing, though, if you don't know what you're doing and you're around a bunch of, like, real surfer dudes or whatever. Then it's very intimidating because it can lead to stuff like drowning and getting hit on the head. <laughs> on your left, bro. Or just, on like, your left. or just some meathead yelling at you and you're like, man, I'm just trying to stand on this thing. That's right. all. I'm I think when you go surfing, it's important to have realistic goals. Okay, uh, it is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. You can go to grabbinglunch.com, see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes, or even make a donation to the show. And a portion of every donation goes to support the LA Food Bank here in Los Angeles. So, uh, grabbinglunch.com, also on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, SoundCloud, et al. So, with that, here is my lunch with Ryan Singer, Andre Highland at the Los Feliz Cafe. And most release. Let's eat. I like their sign up there. It's the most subliminal. It just says eat. <laughs> As you drive past. God, oh, yeah. Know, I could go for some eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to do the things that make me live. <laughs> Sustain your life. Oh, you know what? I, I could go for some... A young Liz Gilbert walking down the. She wrote "Eat, Pray, Love." Oh, gotcha! <laughs> I like yeah, looked over like this. <laughs> like that someone walking past us. Really deep reference. Really well done. Plus, subtly bragging that you've read "Eat, Pray, Love." I have not. Right. Uh, although her TED talk is one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, this is where the Why? movie started. <laughs> Yeah, at this. Gotta go to a church after this, and then a brothel. It's just a, like a really, it's just a really like old church. It just has a sign out front that says "Pray." Oh, really? And then there's a brothel that yeah. just says "Love" on the outside. So it's just like eat, pray, love. Wow. That's how great books are written. Guys, it can be that simple. It can be, you know. Some people like the writing process. Write every day. No. Guys, what color is your parachute? 
<laughs> Here's $25. Is that enough to buy a book? I like these tables, man, the orange and yellow. Oh, it, makes yeah. me, it almost it's makes like me feel safe. 50s campground. Yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like, I feel weird old nostalgic shit makes me feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Like everything's going to be all right, like pre-9-11. Coming <laughs> <laughs> back when picnic tables are different colors. Okay. 9, 13, 19, 27. Oh, we're tallying up the scores. 33. 39, 45, oh, cool. 49. Who had the 49? I got your photos. Joe Montana. <laughs> it's a classic Montana. <laughs> 15, 23, 27, 37. Yeah. I feel like I'm covered in bugs. I still, <laughs> I just check. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. Are there snakes on me? Are there spiders <laughs> in my eyes? <laughs> Why did I do LSD so early this morning? Holy shit. Can you imagine if you like... You know how people wake and bake? There's Can a fish in my arm! I like to wake and trip. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, so... Ryan Singer. 49. Oh. Andre Highland, 63. Matt Knutson, 39. Whoa! And I think the par on all this was supposed to be 27. So, <laughs> okay. you know, you come to a three-hole, there's a certain... We blew it out of the water. We did, yeah. We exceeded their expectations. <laughs> for how we would do. Mm. Well, considering how little, I think, how often do you play golf? Very rarely. I like got a, I got that, like, the set of clubs for my birthday, but I, like we were saying before, like anytime I feel like I'm putting off real work to go golf, yeah. it's like, uh, I always, I never enjoy it. That or if it's like too expensive, it's like, yeah. that'll be $85, like, oh man. This Los Feliz course was six twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's it's good. cheaper when it's not Friday. <laughs> True. Yeah, bring yeah. it down. It's like five bucks when it's not Friday. Good I mean, or five fifty or something. Yeah, my roommate last night. He's like, "You're going golfing?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh man, we should go golfing." I was like, "I was like, I can't rationalize golfing with you." That's and he's like, "Rationalize golfing?" I was like, "I was like, I was like, well, I just don't like like you're saying like putting off work." I don't know. There's something about. Something about living here that I feel like oh, I moved here for work, so I have to be working all oh, the time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, just be a person every once in a while. Yeah, no, I hear you. And plus, it takes like a, a for real round. It's like five hours, six hours. I'm no, I've only, well, I guess, the only time I ever played like full on golf was here. I think, other than like driving ranges or whatever. And then I did I think it know. was nice of the guys behind us to like he caught us at the tee. Yeah, and he's like. We're not rushing you, are you? <laughs> yeah, I've never really, I've never experienced that. Yeah, me neither. What did he say? We're just out here lounging? Yeah, he's like, we're just hanging out, we're just kind of relaxing, and you guys don't feel rushed by us at all, do you? And, well, no, I guess not. It's not like they were hitting up on us or anything. Yeah. Last time I was here, which was fall 2010, some, we had a lot of people play through. Because you gotta win through. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, buddy. I'd rather have someone play through than have them fucking breathing down your neck. Me you know, too. Yeah. With their with their ping bag out, you know. <laughs> I think it's also too like how you were how you were raised on right. golf. Like, you know, my dad was he still plays. So, you know, it was very when I was a kid, it was like this is how you play golf. Right. It's always like you put your bag in between the the green uh, and the next tee. Right. Um, so when you're done putting. You just walk to get, you know, so it's like none of this shit matters, especially right. when you're playing in like a par three course like this. Yeah. We're like, like laying our bag on the green. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, good, Because right? if you're out here going to get pissed off about 
like speed or how good someone is. It's like it's like when people get pissed at the five dollar blackjack table yeah. in Vegas. Like you don't know how to play blackjack. It's like yeah, because I'm at the five dollar table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what exactly. Are you, doing here? you fucking you. pro. Go to the. <laughs> what are you doing here, you piece of shit? I don't know why I'm getting so upset, but I like to gamble. Sure, but, sure. And I know the basic rules of blackjack. Right. Don't make weird noises. I know what noise you're making when you do this. <coughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, like you fucking do that every time I hit when you don't think. Like oh, just because it's itchy air. Yeah. The worst so is surfing though. If you don't know what you're doing and you're around a bunch of like real surfer dudes or whatever, then it's very intimidating because it can lead to stuff like drowning and getting hit on the head. <laughs> yeah. I go left, bro. Or just, I like, or just some meathead yelling at you and you're like, man, I'm just trying to stand on this thing. That's right. all. I'm trying to. I never even would have thought I'm of in that. The waste of water. Yeah, that's why I'm actually in the forefront. How often do you surf? Uh, about as oh, twice as much as I golf. The <laughs> <laughs> so last time was fall of. Uh, well, I guess I've gone once every year the last three years. Yeah. So I'm, I got to go this year now. Sure. But the first two times I went, I stood up. I, I rode my first wave in the first time I went. So Unforgettable you were I accomplished what I wanted to do. You're like, oh, this is easy. This is no thing. Yeah, and then. I swam back out, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? This is really hard, <laughs> the swimming back out part. Because I guess when I went out the first time, the waves were chill, and then the second time I had to get out, I was like, I mean, it wasn't like the prettiest looking, like, riding the board, but I did it. Like, I stood the whole way, and I was like, yeah, I did it. That was crazy. That was yeah. my first try. Yeah. And then on the way, then I felt all good about myself, and I just look at this slappy, sloppy loser trying to, like, <laughs> get back out over the waves. So I was like, like, I don't know how to do this. OP cord shorts and everyone else, like, that suits and stuff. I got this. No. Did you borrow someone's board or? Uh, I borrowed someone's board. I actually had a wetsuit because a friend of mine moved and gave me his, so I had that. So I think all I you need to do suit, to yeah. get all your recreational gear. Yeah, just, just wait for friends, friends to move. move. That's yeah. how you got your golf clubs. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh, okay. That's hilarious. Yeah, I thought you were like, you know, straight up, straight up player when you showed up. Like, <laughs> He's got the, the title Yeah, He's Callaways. Got I also have a skateboard from when if someone moved, also, so I can walk around with that and not do well. <laughs> I was never allowed to skateboard as a kid. Oh, really? My mom uh, thought it was too dangerous. So I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to skateboard. I mean, she's right. It's inevitable. You'll get hurt on it. Doesn't yeah. mean like permanently, but. Right. But to this day, I've still wanted to dangerous. learn how to skateboard. <laughs> but now I'm like 37. I'm like, I can't. It's time to start. It's start. the perfect time to start. Right? <laughs> Especially when your bones get all you know, brittle. Yeah. Brittle. It's a perfect. Yeah, I think the secret, you just, if someone has some sporting equipment that you like, yeah. just begin, you know, <laughs> well, I, heard Port- I heard Portland's cool. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people in L.A. are talking shit about oh, you. Oh, word, I'll take that bowling bag. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing inside the bowling bag. Just the bag itself. Carry stuff around. Yeah. That's another thing, like we were saying when we were golfing. Darts, pool bowling yeah regardless of the level of practice or even repetition of doing it if it's happening I'm, I'm good but if it's not you can't snap out of it yeah it we, doesn't go from bad to good because you you know you're doing it for a while I had a pool table in college for like two of the years but we mostly just used it as a table because it wasn't like we got it for free I forget where or no I think it came out of my grandparents basement <laughs> a guy That's moved out of town <laughs> a guy moved well it was actually my grandparents moved out of their uh, house doing okay yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. 
But yeah, my grandparents moved out of their house, and uh, that's how we got the pool table. Right. So yeah, it was again some moving. It was relative, but yeah. they moved. Yeah. That's but, a heavy move. Kid. Yeah, that is. Too. There's yeah. marble slab yeah. involved. It's but it didn't. It, the, the thing wasn't even, so we had to put like pieces of wood underneath one of the legs to try to even it out. And our old, the house we were in was like old, so it was on a hill, so it was at a weird angle. So we can never get the table right. So I mostly won't play just, on an unlevel table. Mostly just work. <laughs> sure. It mostly just work as a table. Yeah. And not so much a pool. I table. love ping pong. That's one game that. I would. The only reason I want a garage out here, really, so I can have a ping pong table. Nice. I think my cool air hockey is my favorite of that variety. Really, far more expensive to get a table, I guess, than yeah. And they're like or foosball is fun. Foosball, yeah. Foosball is kind of my my jam. I used to live in a house with like three other guys. It was yeah. Like a four bedroom place, and in our dining room we had a pool table. Oh, wow! Shit. Hey, look at this. Quick. That didn't take long at all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cool, thank you. And, uh, wow, look at that, that's big, man. It is, it's ample. Um, yeah, I think we're all set. Yeah, thank you. But we had a, um, there was a pool table in our dining room. We had a foosball table in the kitchen. And we had a ping pong table in our garage. Wow. And then, um, also in the garage, we had, uh, like, set up an air pellet gallery. Like we had targets, like and stuff. BB guns for like BB guns, like those you know the little shoots the not like the plastic pellets, pellet gun, the pellet gun. Yeah. So we would have, I mean, it was like a, we had a built-in bar, you know, with like it was built into the wall where you just put all the bottles. So nobody would ever go to bars. None of our friends would go to bars. They'd all just come over to our place and hang out. And uh, yeah, so we had a shooting gallery in the garage. It was like, yeah, it was. Perfect for that time in life when you just like, as long as I can come up with one hundred dollars a week, you know they say there's I like, can live like this. You know, you know they say there's man caves. Yes, you had like a man mountain. I had a man mountain. I did. Yeah, and then slowly it kind of peeled off because one of the guys like moved in with his girlfriend, and you know, it just none of that stuff ever lasts. But life it's a took couple over. years. Where, yeah, yeah, life kind of took over. But to his credit, he did marry her and they have a family now, so... Fucking loser. But if he would have... If they would have broke up... He blew it. He blew it. If they would have broke up, I never would have forgiven him for breaking up Man Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) I never would have forgiven him. (laughs) Man Mountain crumbled because Tony... Because that bitch Deborah. His name was Tony. (laughs) Was it right? I swear his name was Tony. Wow, that's great. And he's a tiger. <laughs> he thinks everything's great. Oh, he's chasing tail. Wow, that's amazing. What a lucky guess. Tony and Bobby. I've, I've never... My place now is kind of a man mountain. Or a man cave. Yeah. It's because it's four dudes in their 30s who are single. That's cool. Still holding on to that shit. Are they comics or who are they? One of them's Do a I comic. Uh, Jeff Tate. Oh, yeah. Uh... Is he, li- is he living out here now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Straight from the 513. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Tell him I said, hey. We were hanging out in Cincinnati when we did Go, Go Bananas. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was, like, he wasn't on the show, but he was just, like, there having a beer, and we never really had met before, but, you know, we're talking. He's a really good, uh, really good dude. Yeah, one of my best buds. He, uh, he's on the road a bunch. Uh-huh. But... So we have a bar in our kitchen. I tried, I made the huge mistake of about nine months ago, or a year ago, suggesting that we remove the bar 
like a full bar. Right. And turn it into a workstation so we could have increase the productivity of the apartment. Oh, sure. And because it's the like the the window is there where sunlight can come in, and it'd be nice to have a little desk there. And, mm-hmm. and it was met with resounding nose. <laughs> like well, I was sucks. crazy or insane. Like what? We will never get rid of this. But my one roommate, Peter, the other day, we we're talking about because his girlfriend's like putting the heat on him to move live together. I think we theorize he won't admit it, but right. she basically lives at our apartment. So she's saying, well, if you won't move in with me when my lease ran out, this is my theory. Right. I gotta her, make it uncomfortable. About four months ago, right. her when her lease ran out, it was like because I walked in on her trying to convince him once in the kitchen, and he was like giving up or giving resistance. Right. And uh. She's like, well, I'll just move in with you, and you won't even know it, kind of thing, right? Is my theory. I think when you openly say, and you won't even know it, that is... Well, no, no, she didn't like, say it. She oh, didn't I gotcha, I gotcha. But, uh, that was but anyway... Subtext. He, that was subtext. He's, not behind the he's line. probably 35, 36, and he said out loud the other day, I'm never leaving here. <laughs> you want to live with three people the rest of your life? That was a great impression, too, and I've never met the guy. I'm never leaving. Thank you. <laughs> I'd also like to see the, you know, the, the dust up over the bar thing. It's like, that bar is responsible for more creativity. Yeah. What about when we have parties, dude? I'm like, with you, though, dude, man. I, I'm going to be 40 soon. What yeah. parties do you want to be having? <laughs> My fucking viewing, hopefully. Because mm-hmm. if I'm living oh, here man. when I'm 40, <laughs> this I'll be Look at this fucking... Shit, oh, this my God. Crazy. That's a three-footer. Yeah. That was literally three feet. For those listening, I've got a lot of cheese coming out of this omelet, and it's hard to steer. Wow. You know, there's string cheese. That was string rope. That was rope. Nuts, yeah. Really. Wait. Well done. I screwed it up. It was rope cheese, not string rope. I can always. I can okay. edit. I can edit that. I make a sound. Yo, that was rope cheese. No, it was great, really, to hear the process of that whole. <laughs> <laughs> That killer joke coming out. <laughs> really worth shot. Let me tell you about these lobsters that You're were raised on You're gonna take that cheese rope thing on the road, right? <laughs> they workshop it a little bit. I'm known for my riffing. Alright. Oh, you play guitar? That's cool. <laughs> oh. Look, as long as it doesn't need to be funny, I can riff. <laughs> I can riff, baby. This is all coming off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I riff all day, dude. Conversation. Riffed it. <laughs> I have any of that shit written. All my thoughts and beliefs. Riff. <laughs> like, you don't even know it, but like when I'm not even talking, I'm riffing in my head. <laughs> Read a lot of books in school. Riffed it. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Did they have that book program? Mm-hmm. Or it's like the pizzas, the rewards and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Or go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of man cave, I fucking hate that name. I hate the way there's names for everything, like uh, man cave or the. Like, it can't just be like a cool room. <laughs> like, like, uh, I label it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we agree more. We're looking for apartments. Is uh, like more. Anna and I were looking for places. Like Lane were like, oh, and he's oh, okay, he's making a man cave. And I was like, not a fucking man cave. It's a living room with a cool setup, <laughs> and it's a little office where I can get work done. Like, why is that uh, a cave for men? Like, it's not. That's good. That's uh, good. Can good. I get a little bit more coke, please? Yeah. Me Thank too, you. Please. Thanks. I think because once they. Uh, Bring What's in fresh cups. Okay, thank oh, okay, you. Okay, thank you. Once they like label it, then they'd be like, you know. Yeah. It's almost that subtle wink to you, like, 
right, Andre? You gotta admit, this is. Yeah, this I mean, is he didn't mean anything bad by it, but it's just like feels silly. It's just like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it was like covering like Maxim magazines and stuff like that. Playboy centerfolds. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, but like, if you name cars. something, you can sell it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's all. It always comes back to selling it. I agree. Or, or fucking it's so stupid. Or Movember. It's not quite the same, but it's another stupid thing. And we're like, because I didn't know what that was last year, two years ago, whenever it started. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, you got a mustache from Movember. And I don't even think I have a mustache. I just have either shaved or I didn't shave. <laughs> and then, and I was like, what are you talking about? They're like Movember. And I was like, what? And then, oh, well, I hate this all the cheesiness of must- mustaches now. Anyway, or it's been going on for a while. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But it's just annoying that everything is a thing. Like fucking riding bicycles is a thing. It's like it's a fucking bicycle. I do think that we're in an era right now where the people who are pulling off a certain look are going to look back in like five or ten years and be like, oh, man. Like, oh, twisted mustache. Oh, my God. What was I doing? I thought I was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I, I say this all the time, but eventually every look becomes a Halloween costume. Yeah. You know, 50s was a greaser, 60s was hippie, 70s was disco, 80s was hair metal, 90s was maybe like bag, band, baggy, albums. you know, baggy yeah, hammer yeah. pants, or grungy, the yeah. grungy. I think the millennial thing is is the hipster, which is just the recycle of the 50s. The, More or know, less, yeah. yeah. Well, so many incarnations now, but yeah. But. Yeah, I don't have nothing against mustaches or pro mustaches. It's just I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm fine with all of it. I just hate when everything becomes a fucking thing and it's just annoying. Not like, oh, it's a thing, I won't do it, but just like, what's another example? I I can't think of it. But yeah, just when when a basic item has all of a sudden social, uh, cultural uh, fashion politics Mm -hmm. to it, put put on it all of a sudden. That's what I'm talking about. Or even a color, like the color pink. Yeah. And I like fashion and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's just annoying. Like, oh, like, bicycle thing, too. I remember, like, a few years ago being asked, like, are you riding a bike? Yeah. And then, like, they're like, do you ride a bike? Like, yeah. And then someone asks, like, oh, how do you ride? And they're like, oh, you're not, like, a real rider. It's like, no, I never claimed to be fucking Lance Armstrong. I mean, that's a different oh, it's story now. It's not a fixed like, gear? It's not a fixed gear bike? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, like, okay. all that I don't even know what that means. I don't know why you don't want brakes. Does that mean it doesn't have brakes? Or something. What does fixed yeah, gear bike mean? More or less. I think fixed gear means it's the one gear, like an old bike where you would get on like a Schwinn, and you just had whatever you were riding at. That's what you could do. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna pretend to know the advantages of it. All I know is when, the time I rode it, I was like, this sucks, man. On some brakes. This hill's getting a little steep. I want to put it in two instead of having to be on seven. I just get the more I, the older I get, the more I just realize that everything eventually gets co-opted by advertising, mm-hmm. and it's why I don't know why our whole fucking our whole country is based on essential or at least entertainment industry is based on advertising. Everything is run by ad money, and it's like what the fuck? I actually, um, well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's, but it's the worst. It's the worst root cause for. Funding, of, you know what I mean? Like that's where all the the production, like that's what you're going for. Like TV show, the rate. The only reason ratings matter is because it increases ad money. Right. That's Even it. like the early TV, 
they would, you know, it was overtly sponsored by, it's the Culligan Comedy Hour. Yeah. And that's how they were, Chrysler presents Jack Benny. And soap but operas now, were built as commercials. Like yes. they, their origin is, a, they're just, the only reason they ever existed was push these products. The housewives who were home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so the origin of soap operas are commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's not like people were like, oh, let's make something that will entertain people. It's never been about that. Yeah. It's sec- it, I, I believe it's second. I mean, we buy into that as performers. We want to entertain people, make good quality product, and we want to have something that maybe has meaning to it. Ooh, or... That's not why I got into the game, Ryan. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, I mean, I think it is both, but it's just, like right now, I don't know, like TV, it's like the greatest time in TV and the worst time. Like, it's either like great, like serial shows, yeah. like Breaking Bad and all that, or just total shit shows, like, I don't know, name whatever reality shows <laughs> right. came out today. Right. And then... So yeah, it's like one or the other, it seems like. And you're almost punished if you're successful because I can't watch, like even when like the Breaking Bad was on, I couldn't sit and, and watch it while it aired because it was so successful. Every four minutes, they'd break for three minutes for commercials. It's like that with Mad Men, too. You're just like, I have to tape it and watch it the next day because I can't. Oh, yeah. Which should take an hour, you know. It's like 38 minutes of programming. It is funny though now watching some if you happen to watch something when it's not TiVo'd or on the internet and you're like, oh yeah, commercials. That's right. <laughs> I forgot what that was like. Mm-hmm. But, mm, not a fan of watching commercials, but I do see the need for them because there's like way less money in all this shit now. Absolutely. And I still monetize some of my videos on YouTube. I mean, I haven't done that. So you want to talk about being but, a hypocrite? Huh? I haven't done that, that but they just do it. Bring up. Yeah. But they just do it. Like I didn't oh, really? I never said, yeah, go ahead. I mean I, There's a way to click off. I'd like and they keep changing the stupid template or the format for that thing, because I hate those. I hate those stupid pop up ads. I think they're so tacky. Yeah. I certainly haven't seen the fucking lick of money anyway. <laughs> I was like I saw my I've had a YouTube channel since two thousand eight. Yeah. At least two thousand eight. And I just got my first check. Uh, within the last seven to eight months. Let me ask you this. What was the register of the noise you made? Was it, huh? Was it higher? Huh? Was it, <laughs> how did that... Oh, it was... It was... Oh. It was... Because uh, they only pay you if you get over 100 bucks. If you get over If your account gets over to $100. Over I understand. $100. I understand. So it only took six years <laughs> for me to get 100 bucks. And some kids, some teenagers are fucking making that a day on yeah. their video blogs because Correct. she's got her top on that might look like oh maybe that bra strap will fall down and she's talking about Game of Thrones yeah, like, yeah. what's this mm-hmm. but uh comic book girl or some dude some uh, who knows I mean I don't really worry about that shit I just think it's like I don't know I don't, it's, that's, I, I don't know that's the kind of shit that makes me feel like old like I don't get the appeal of this shit this is just stupid just some idiot talking <laughs> yeah it's about whatever happened yesterday and that's it. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Unless the person's like such a complete idiot, it's fun to watch them, you know? Most of the time it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine tried to get me to do one of those shows with him. A uh, for YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I, those. I don't know, about probably four or five years ago. Four years ago, maybe. And we recorded like three of them. And they got more views than anything I ever did yeah. uh, on my own. But like, I was just like, I just told him, I was like, He's like, man, this is, if we do this regularly, it's going to take off. I'm telling you. I mean, look at it already. 
and I'm just like, because he knew all that shit, ad keywords and Analytics. all that shit, all that, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, dude, I can't. I just can't do it. I, he's like, we'll make money. I go, I can't do it, dude. I just yeah. can't. I don't give a fuck about any of this That's stuff we're talking about. That's also a great impression of yourself in the moment. Yeah, I'm always so dramatic. I just don't like it because it's like definitely quantity over quality and it just has such a stink of desperation all over it. Like 99% of them anyway. Yeah. And I don't know. The video that I shot that has far and away the most views of anything I've ever done, I went to a renaissance festival. Like, yeah. Like three years ago. And they just, I had a friend follow me around with a camera and I was kind of doing this man on the street piece. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm here with, you know. And the reason is because I titled it like Renaissance Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. And the thumbnail image is a woman who's got like one of those busty tops yeah. and just like talking to her. So every, you know, pro right. guy's like, well, they're right. gonna go wild. <laughs> but somebody else actually gave me the name for that. It's like, oh, you should have something like girls and wild and. Right. Yeah, I, I guess so. Some kid put up one of my jokes, one of my most, I guess, popular jokes. Mm -hmm. And. Um, just put it up on the uh, the audio. Just like okay, yeah. On YouTube, and um, I didn't know until one day I was like, I did a YouTube search or something, and I was like, oh, this is my joke, and it's got a million more views than not a million, but it's like it was at, at the time it was like forty thousand views, and my version that I had up <laughs> had two thousand. I'm like. Mm. What is going on? What? And, but it was the way he titled the video, I guess. I was just, I just put up what I called the joke. Right. But he had an explanation, or like an explanation inside of the, so I just had to change my title. Yeah. Amazing. And then, and then uh, he still has the joke up. I haven't made him take it down, but it's, but it's still by far and away more views than anything I've, yeah. I've got on my own. Yeah, uh, my friends do the epic rap battles of history. Mm -hmm. I guess you know. Mm -hmm. Those things are huge. <laughs> huge. Zach, Zach Sherwin does Zach a lot Zach Sherwin writes for those guys yeah. too. But it's uh, um, Lloyd Alquist and uh, Peter... Uh, I can't remember his name. Like Nice Peter or something? That's his like, handle, Nice Peter. Mm -hmm. But they're basically like historical figures yeah. rap battling each right. other. So it's like Darth Vader versus Hitler, yeah. and uh, Einstein versus Stephen Hawking and stuff. Oh, yeah. So they're really, they're really well produced. They're really funny, and they Little have, sport. you know, yeah, millions every 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 time something comes out, it gets. They get like a hundred million views. Oh, crazy! Per video, right? It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. How much money are they? I mean. That's where that money. I would thing think comes they're out. both actually at this point probably millionaires. It's insane. Off YouTube, you know. I don't get it. I mean, I don't know. That's all theorized, isn't it? <laughs> they're millionaires. You're right. <laughs> I do remember. I know Lloyd because he's in a, a group called Mission Improbable, and they're the people that bought the West Side Comedy Theater. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he, you know, was doing videos and stuff at the time, but just went to the next. Yeah. Although. I mean, you look at Machinima, which is its own YouTube channel, right. is now a production house. Mm -hmm. They have, I was in there trying to pitch a show yeah. to them. It's like, 
There's a YouTube production house. That's all they do. Yeah. Have you been to the YouTube Huge stages office. in Marina Del Rey? I, I haven't. I've, I've heard they're the pretty one. big and pretty cool. I didn't realize until I went into those offices. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. We were shooting, um, you know Dan Dominguez? I uh, think so. He, he and his partner did some um, some show. It was called Oishi High School Battle. Yeah. And it was uh, a show that was live action mixed with animation. But it yeah. was an anime character that went to high school oh, okay. at this regular high school. So it was really popular. It was like nominated for streamies and stuff. But I... I didn't know until I went in there. We used like one of the green screen stages. I was yeah, like, yeah, I've heard that really good green screen stage. Uh huh. Like real large. It was unbelievable. Proper. Just me and Craig Anton were doing some some bit together, and that was a very eye-opening moment. Yeah, I mean it's big. It's huge business. I think they made most of your money by putting up uh, your jokes. Yeah, right. And just yeah. <laughs> With just better this, titles, because old man singer doesn't like, know how to call things. <laughs> doesn't know how to call things. He doesn't know how to. <laughs> doesn't even know what to say to describe what he can't do. Keeps calling old man singer's over. Singer. Putting your moving, your moving videos. You can play another thing and trust yourself. Hey, yeah. type in some uh, words on there. So yeah, I I make fun of my roommate because he doesn't. Uh, really adapt to technology that well yeah but he's a filmmaker right and I'm like you gotta keep up a little bit right yeah. like he just got rid of his flip phone like a month ago yeah which it's funny because I always think of does that uh, mean like Lucas isn't shooting on flip phones anymore <laughs> so it's just like you know come on yeah. none of the major filmmakers are using flip phones anymore <laughs> even Walter White breaks it <laughs> at some point that's just not happening but like but you know he the point is, like, that's just an example of how he doesn't, he doesn't care about technology right. and all those other things. Right. And, but then at the same time, I still don't know. Mm-hmm. When it comes to YouTube and all that, like internet videos, what makes something go viral? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not really that concerned with it, but I just like making stuff that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's like and I want to make something I if like. It sticks, it sticks. I, you know. Yeah. Or if it goes around, it goes around. That's the unsuccessful approach I've taken too. <laughs> yeah. Are you like a tech guy? Do you edit stuff? I do. I edit all my stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you cutting on? Uh, Final Cut, just on my mm-hmm. desktop or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't consider myself a tech dude though. I mean, I know enough about it to get. Well, editing I know real well. I edit. I've edited forever. But like, uh, I don't, After Effects. I don't know. I guess I know more than. I don't know more than some people and less than others. <laughs> but you know how to right. color correct? Uh, yeah. Well, it's a, <laughs> well, it depends on how you look at it. Like, a lot of color correction is, like, subjective. There's, like, broadcast quality that can be hit. I don't quite know what that is. But, yes, I know how to go in and I do color correct my things to the way I like them. But if someone said this is needs to be for CBS, I'd be like, I need to look at the numbers that you need me to plug in for this fucking thing. Because right. I, I don't Yeah. I don't know. I guess what he's asking yeah. is, will you color correct? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I shot yeah. something and yeah. I, I was thinking of making it all sepia just because it looks yeah. so bad. There's a lot of color correction is just shoot choice. Unless there's like cameras that don't match. And then, yes, in that I can go in and match right. them. I'm not the best at it, but I've definitely done it plenty where it looks fine and no yeah. one's questioned it. Yeah, I uh, do Final Cut too. But I, I did like the book where yeah. it has lessons and then you load in. Yeah. Um, they like have some pre-shot footage of like, you know, 
kid go into a party, a birthday party or something like that, and they had the sequence finished, yeah. and then you'd load in the media, and then you'd try to get it to look like that. So yeah. Like a lesson oh, that's one, cool. But I haven't got to the point where you're like color correction or, you know. Yeah. Well, I've color corrected lots of segments and stuff like that, but like the times where I've done like pilots, like we went to a place and like had some dude, that's what all he does, do it, you know, mm-hmm. like that, and like sound mixing, of course. Like, I can goof with some bad audio and make it sound decent, but I'm certainly not an audio guy, yeah. you know what I mean? I always say like, as, a, as a, you get older, it's just like, what is your time literally worth? It's like, I could, I could spend 12 hours learning this, or I could give this to a guy for one hour and he'd do it for $200. It is good, though, once you learn, though, because then you just know from there on out, which is always the good thing. That's one thing I do love about YouTube. Yeah. It's all the tutorial videos. Everyone's expert, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you find the right ones, and, like, I use Final Cut, and I got the new, the X. Hey, guys, would anybody want to refill your drink? Uh, I'm okay, thanks. I'll have half a refill. For here? To go. I guess for here. It's more convenient for you. I don't mind. I'll do Uh, it in a to-go cup so I have options. See, there you go. Thank you. Anybody else? No, I think this is my second one. So I'm good to go. Appreciate it. No worries. I'll bring you the uh, I'll let this here. Oh, hey, thank you. Thanks. Um, oh, the tutorials? Oh, the tutorials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're crazy good. Like, um, I've learned... Because I mean, it's all self-taught when it comes to editing. I started on iMovie, mm-hmm. and then went to Final Cut uh, Studio. Yeah. And then went to Final Cut X or 10 or whatever it is. And then... <clears throat> but I wouldn't know how to do anything if it wasn't for the tutorials on YouTube. I'm in the middle of banjo lessons right now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm, I just got a guitar for Christmas that I'm using tutorials as well. Okay. Yeah. What was the last thing? I, oh, I hope last time I used a tutorial, it was to find a program of how to rip YouTube videos. Right. I watched on YouTube. Was like, oh, what's the, what's the one? Um, That's actually something I would really like to learn. Video good, 3K Downloader. There's different programs you can download. There's you one. Just find a good one in your Yeah, there's solid, a free one. Yeah. I think it's called 3K Downloader. Oh, really? Hmm. Video th- but oh, cool. I got this Thank thing you. called yeah. Wondershare that I ended up buying anyway. I have the same one. Oh, thanks. Cool. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, there's a... I had to buy a video conversion software because of editing problems where a certain a friend Jared Harris his ca- he had these multiple cameras we were shooting this documentary tour and one camera they were different cameras that he had and so one just wouldn't import none of the video would so I had to convert a, he had to, anyway blah 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 I just didn't want the moment to pass uh the waitress said that she had the same glasses as you yeah and your glasses literally say tough titties yeah on the side <laughs> it says in small it says team and then really big well they're black sunglasses with bright pink temples <laughs> and yeah it says arms yeah tough titties yeah. Oh, those are, uh, yeah. is that a breast cancer? Thank yeah. Thank you very much. Did you get yours time. at a beach? I got these yeah, in like, we were just um, Manhattan Beach like four years ago. No, five I years didn't. Ago. Mine doesn't have this. Doesn't say tough titties on it? It doesn't. Oh, I was like, wow, she's got <laughs> the tough titties glasses also. I got the pink ones. I didn't okay. even read that. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she made her eyes really wide. We were just like, that's oh, cool. She's got the tough titty glasses too. No, I run with the guys across the street, so sometimes Newton or Asics, they provide you with them. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty nice, though. Yeah. I keep losing mine, so I don't care. Mine's got a screw loose, so I gotta keep an eye on that. Thank you very much. See you next time. That was an old bit I used to do all the time, like, if you spend more than $6 on sunglasses, it's just, you know. 
that's what uh, I always thought forever. I was like, what's the point of getting nice, like, like exp nice as an expensive sunglasses? Right. Just like the other ones look just the same with five bucks. But then my sister and brother-in-law got me a pair of like nice Ray-Bans a few years ago. I saw the difference immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Audio uh, cynicism. <laughs> I bought my first pair of sunglasses at an army surplus store not too long ago. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, in a long time. Yeah. And where I spent more than six bucks at a gas station on them. Yeah. yeah. I. I had them for a week. Sure. Yeah. And I, I know where they are, I think. But they're just not anywhere I have access to them. Yeah. But they were so cool. The too. Army Navy. They said Max with two X's on them. Whoa. Oh, it's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were so cheap. Was, That's why uh, they were at the Army Navy store. Was Max Headroom with one X? Do you remember Max Headroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Frewer. He played a cancer patient in 50-50. Did he? Mm-hmm. He's still around. He's one of those guys. Yeah. He was in Watchmen. Oh, was he? I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Watchmen's My wife great. did a lot of the yeah. effects on that. If you ever see... Uh, the, That's uh, one of those movies that I was like... Wow, when I, after I watched it, I was like... Damn, that's a good movie. Which one? Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen. Uh, yeah, I never um, saw that. You know that sequence where uh, you see JFK's... Uh, Limits his butt <laughs> and like a bunch of steps going in it. She yeah. illustrated that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, his like convertible limousine thing is driving through Dallas, and then it's the assassination, and then you. Oh, who got killed? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they all did. And then it was revealed that it was the Joker that shot JFK. Oh yeah. Watchmen. She did that whole sequence, and it's actually ironically enough been playing in my house for like a week because she's re-editing her demo reel. So it's oh, okay. playing uh, yeah. What's that a video of her wrecking houses? <laughs> exactly. Her and Adam Carolla smashing apart. walls. You ever do demo work? <laughs> I have actually, yeah. Yeah, I did demo work a little bit. It's fun work. It is, dude. yeah. Taking a sledgehammer to some shit. Yeah, it is and fun. just smashing and tearing down. Taking the claw part of a hammer and just ripping shit up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To yeah. Peter Gabriel's oh, yeah. sledgehammer. <laughs> I just put on some Cheryl Crow and I just wreck shit. <laughs> 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 like something I noticed today walking around with you too like this happens to me sometimes because like when it comes to like knowing things and pop culture and yeah. kind of like I feel like because you guys were talking about all these actors and like all these things and sometimes I feel like I'm an alien dropped <laughs> off on this planet yeah and I have no idea what anyone's talking about. <laughs> so you're telling me you didn't watch Riptide or Simon and Simon? Basically? I remember <laughs> I remember the show's yeah. name, Simon and Simon, yeah. and I'm sure I watched it. But it was two um, brothers Riptide, I have no memory. Oh, yeah. I have no memory of Riptide. Um, two brothers were okay. Uh, I'm sure I watched a bunch of them. One was like a blonde, like he was like the handsome guy, and the other, yeah. And Rick was like the more rough guy, and he was like an ex-marine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like Gerald you know, McRaney. And that's the, and I know that name, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, I he was Delta he Burke. Mm -hmm. um, he was. Was he the dad. father in Never Ending Story? No, he was not. Oh, okay. Oh, he was Major Dad. Mm -hmm. He was Major Dad. Uh, he also did another. What was his other series? Those were too big, though. Simon, the, Simon, uh, Major Dad. Major I remember Dad. Major Dad. Yeah. I, you, I used you, to. Oops, sorry. I oh. used to watch Major Dad, but now I can't. I can't. I'm confusing him. I'm. I'm seeing like kind of a bald, dark-haired guy with a mustache. Yeah, yeah that's him. That's him. That's Do you want me to edit out the, the part of the podcast dad. where you say I used to watch Major Dad? <laughs> 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 I have GarageBand, dude. It'll oh, be super shit. easy. Well, there was but, that era of shows. There was all those like kind of adventure 
slightly car related show. Yeah. Those rip tires, 18. Or Castle that, and McCormick. Yeah, and there was a uh, was... Scarecrow, Mrs. King. And they didn't have car. Well, uh, Knight Rider was another car one. Oh, yeah. But then uh, William Daniels was so embarrassed that he was the voice of Knight Rider, he didn't give himself the credit. Really? On the show. Yeah. Fall Guy. That was another one with different oh, cars and stuff. Lee Why Majors? was he embarrassed yeah. about that? I was no he idea. like a Broadway well, actor like, or something? Or? Yeah, and he was coming from like St. Elsewhere, and I don't know, maybe he couldn't find work, but like Bill Daniels was like, no, I'm not gonna, don't, don't put my name on it. Well, they put his name on the checks, though, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't Val right Kimmer, was it Val Kimmer did the voice of the reboot of uh, Knight Rider? Oh, I don't know. Might have been him. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there yeah. was like two reboots. There was one in the late 90s where they drove like a Dodge Viper, and then there was one that. sort of more recently. Yeah, neither yeah. from hit. The original one was, you know, I I always laughed and I still think about it now. That like Michael Mike, David Hasselhoff, he was used to like was a master criminal, and then he got in some accident and they gave him plastic surgery and changed his whole look. Oh yeah. And then there was also an evil twin. Oh yeah. Somehow. You're right. And had the white car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustache. Yeah. Was like, so oh he got yeah, a I remember. Plastic that. surgery and now yeah. he has an evil twin. Well, I think it's funny oh. too. That show was just filled with. Uh, women that would be described as an old flame and it's like they remember this guy who's totally changed his face like <laughs> alright you know what this talk <laughs> yeah. makes me so badly want to play the video game Spy Hunter oh yeah oh yeah that's fun because like, that always reminded screen. me of yeah of Knight Rider I traded that to a friend for a game called Rygar and uh <laughs> yeah. at first I regretted it but now I'm really glad I I just remember being Rygar and it went on forever like it was one of the toughest games to beat yeah yeah. Yeah, that's my spy hunter memory. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I, I, I never had uh, video games growing up, but I lived next to someone, and when they had like the 2600. You're telling me you live next to someone? <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Here, Andre. That's a crazy uh, upbringing. <laughs> back in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, but we uh, like going and playing Pac Man at someone's house mm -hmm. instead of having to go to the bowling alley arcade. Yeah. It was just like. You can hook this up to your TV. <laughs> Let me get this straight. I used to, I figured out a cheat on Spy Hunter just myself. If you just take the car all the way to the right yeah. off the road, yeah. it's a little you can rumbly. Just next to but it. you can just, <laughs> you just ride that edge of the screen. That was fun with way. those old games. There'd be those, they're not necessarily tricks, it's just like fuck ups in the game. Yeah. Like RBI baseball, this wasn't necessarily an advantage, but it was amusing. If you, like the gaps in like the home run wall, or basically the wall that surrounds the baseball field, Yeah. where they, where they, let, let's say there was a, I don't know, a corner of sorts. Yeah. They were never like a hard 90 degree angle, but sure. like, you know, a little where two walls met. Yes. You could just slide your little baseball player through and he could just walk around in the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For no purpose. It was just like, all right, this is cool. He gets to explore the stadium, meet fans. Baseball stars had one like that too, where if you, because you could, this was my favorite game by far of Baseball all the stars. early games because it had all these stats. Yeah. I love any game that has a compilation of stats. That's at the right, end. you're a stats guy. Oh, aren't you? Total oh I was really stats guy. I played Tech, Tech Mobile yesterday. Tech Mobile. Oh, you played it yesterday? Watching our game stats. My friend wow. that gave me the golf clubs, my friend Hunter is in yeah. town. We used to play a lot when we were roommates uh, several years ago. And it was it was nice. Yeah. I won two out of three. Sure. He was the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the '93 season. First, I played Bengals Eagles. So you had to he be had the Bengals. Randall Cunningham. Of he did. And then I got squashed because the '93 Bengals had like David Klingler, and they just sucked. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then I was like, fuck this. I, I haven't played in a while. I gotta I gotta get my game up here. Yeah. So I switched to the Cowboys, which was like the height of their oh, deal. Yeah. And Evan then Smith. and then I just trounced him in that second game. <laughs> Aikman had 100% passing. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> and then. The third game was a close one, and I won. Right. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out Bo there. Bo Jackson. Like, oh, he's nuts. He yeah, the Raiders the guy, character. Yeah. you got to do yeah. skills match. 
skills match is something I discovered in the Sega Genesis circa 95 yeah. uh, when I was a freshman at uh, Bowling Green State University mm. and my buddy Joe Bailey we would just stay up all night dip skull and play Madden football <laughs> and we would both it'd be great if and, that's how he described his college experience <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so Joe what so, did you do uh, uh, this guy Ryan Singer <laughs> he got me to start dipping and it was the worst mistake That's you gave me mouth cancer job. and I didn't get yeah, any work done at school <laughs> so we would uh, we would just play Madden football all day and all night long right and uh, fill up two liters with spit it was gross oh and then, uh, dude but, no, go on no, but no, we no, couldn't on. we couldn't just we couldn't tell who was better right yeah. I said I was better he said he was better so then I was like I proposed a skills match I'll be 85 bears you'll be 85 bears right best out of seven and then that goes to best out of 13, best yeah. out of 27. I just like how you actually said bears like you're from Chicago. Oh, you the 85 bears. 85 bears. bears. <laughs> 85 bears. bears. 85 bears. Because then you both have Walter Payton. You know, you both have Mike Singletary. None of this bullshit. Oh, you got Singletary. That's not fair. Right. right. Uh, you know, uh, and. Well, I suggested yesterday, I said, why don't you be the Bills when we got to the third game? Because they were the Super Bowl teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you got to do a skills Kelly. match to Poor see Jim who's Kelly. really the best. And. Game hack for the old Madden players on Genesis. Sub in Walter Payton as your kicker. No one will ever block a kick because he's so fast. Right. And he's got a fucking leg. Wow. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, his accuracy <laughs> is a little off. But he'll kick a 70-yard field goal. No one ever can block him because it's like the snap and then... That's like, crazy. Yeah, you can never block him. And then Sterling Sharp on an end around, you put him in motion first. Right. So it's almost like a forward pass. And then it's just cones. Just parking. He's just... Unstoppable. Huh. Don't draft Donald Sterling. No. no. He's not the person no. for your fantasy league. Yeah. That's funny. I, I think I like the Sega, like the early Sega with the Sonic. It came with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I was never really a big Well, it first guy. came with uh, Altered Beast. I, I don't remember that one. Then Sonic came after that. I don't know what that is. It was like this guy and he turns into a beast and then just does shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they basically it. That's how they pitched the game and they were decided. Oh, what tell us about your idea? Well, here it is. I turned into a beast. My family got me um, as an adult with PlayStation Two, and I played Call of Duty all the way through. It was like one of the like the World War Two one, and I never played another game after that because yeah. I was so like. You know how you can save a level where you continue, yeah, and you get so close and you don't master it, and so I just. I actually I've never played so Call of Duty, time. actually. I, never yeah. played that, yeah. It's fun. You know, you go to these little kind of sniper tours I, and run around. The only kind of two recent games I've played is like Madden and uh, Grand Theft Auto. But the Grand Theft Auto that came out like nine years ago. Those are like my... Other than that, I've just played old ones just right. because I never... I graduated past like Super Nintendo <laughs> and J Genesis era. Yeah. So yeah. I, well, I, I have like a Wii, but yeah, all I play on it is Madden. Pretty much I just use the Wii as a Roku. It's pretty yeah. much mostly what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason I got a Wait, PS3. Watch this TV. Last time. Yeah. <laughs> I had a PS3 years ago because a friend of mine, a roommate at the time, convinced me that I needed to get it for Call of Duty, mm. and I wanted to get uh, probably MLB. Yeah. Every every See, summer, every spring, I started itching to play to get the new MLB game or get a, a unit right, and so he convinced me to buy it for Call of Duty because he said it was the best thing ever. I get it. I try to play for a little bit. I played for two days, I think, and then I just can't. The there's too many like lining up the gun shooting people that are moving like I just I'm like I don't have the time to dedicate to get good at this shit I'm just gonna write jokes 
Yeah, I yeah. never touched no, I use it as a Roku. Uh, it's basically a, a Blu-ray player and a Netflix. Yeah. Right. That's all it was now. Wait, can a Wii play a Blu-ray? No, not a Wii, but I have uh, a PS3. So I And then I sold it, and I got another one a year ago, a little or a year and a half ago, right before the last baseball season, because yeah. I wanted... I wanted the fucking uh, not. I want to say RBI baseball, but it's the show. Okay. It'll be the show. Okay. And uh, and then I buy that game and I play like one game actual playing. Then I just simulate seasons. There's too much shit in those games, <laughs> though. Just man. so I can look at stats. Like a guy will come up to bat, then all of a sudden, like a short novel will appear next to it, and it'll be like a combination of numbers or buttons you can hit. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to bunt. I gotta hit whatever. A. I yeah. Hit a and hopefully, I get knock it over the wall. Well, but, once you get that workstation, once you get rid of the bar, yeah, once you get I get that rid of the workstation bar. in there, then you have a nice place where you can play video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, a lot, get a lot of that done. I'm never leaving this. Place. I'm never leaving this. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't play video games for sure. Is because it's just such a time eater. I mean, video games are fun, but I, I mean, yesterday was a rarity. That was the first time I played in ages. Yeah. Well, it was plus if with, if it's with your buddy. And well, I also like, that's yeah. I think out, it's more like you know. it's social. It doesn't bother me as much. But mm -hmm. if I'm just like at home. Spend like an hour and a half, two hours playing video games. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I mean, yeah, I amuse myself, but like, I don't know. I like my video games like I like my drugs. Alone in my room. <laughs> Alone in my room. All night long. With no one knowing about it. Because I do. I play Civ. Civilization. Uh, Sid Meier's Civilization. I play that every day when I walk out the door. Andre and I are doing the real shit. I play it about <laughs> twice a year, and I lose about 24 hours. Yeah. And yeah. I do it about maybe once or twice yeah. a year. I get yeah, depressed, yeah. that's why I stopped doing it. I did that Call of Duty thing, and I was just like, dude, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, if I, I want to veg out, I watch a movie, or like, I don't know, like a good TV show or whatever yeah. at this point. And if I'm trying to watch like junk food shit, I'll just watch like a movie that I don't have to pay much attention to. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys see uh, God Bless America? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was made a lot of sense. It, it's like, <laughs> it's like all I this really garbage, can't. all this pollution. Yeah. <laughs> you could almost hear Bobcat Goldthwait. Delivering all of the monologues, yeah. you know, that he gave the characters. I'm a Brian Murray fan. I think he's great. It's Brian, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one of the Murray brothers. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Mm -hmm. There's Brian Doyle. Oh, no, Brian. And, uh, and then right. there's uh, Bill, Bill Brian, Brian Doyle, and then there's. Uh, it's it's not, the lesser known of I the. I want to say Eddie, but it's, <laughs> I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy, uh, not Eddie Murray. You know, Eddie Murphy's going to be in the new Twins movie. What? That's what I heard. Oh, that, are they rebooting the Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, it's like a sequel. It's like Danny yeah, DeVito. Yeah, it's going to be three and, of them, right? And, yeah, and wow. Eddie Murphy's going to be the third, I guess, triplet or whatever that got lost. Wow. They find him. Like, it would be such a big deal if he went and did stand-up now. You know, it feels it, like so far removed. It seems like what's the point though at this point? I got it's not it. going to be as relevant. And then like in this day and age, like a guy of that like level can't go out and like try shit out without it already being all over the internet and being like, this dude sucks. It's like, yeah, yeah he's, anybody does when they haven't done it in a while. I get a lot of shit for this, but I tell people like, first of all, his album Comedian doesn't hold up to me at all. It's very uh, homophobic. It's I very like, that. I mean, there's just a lot of like. No, yeah, if it came out, I mean, every his shit doesn't has time and place, people, but for, people don't want, and I get shit for it, but his shit doesn't hold up at all, I don't think. And he's got some funny stuff, but in general, Eddie Murphy, like, he would not be a superstar today. He was, in my mind, he's not one of the greatest all time stand up comics. And because uh, one of the greatest of all time doesn't stop doing stand up the second he can stop doing it. He, as soon as he fucking was able to stop doing stand up, for whatever reason, he has not done it. Right. 
you're not going to be one of the greatest of all time if you just don't do it anymore. And people say, well, what about Woody Allen? Okay, fine. Then exclude Steve Woody. Martin. Well, he was always kind of his weird own thing, though. Yeah, and he, there's a, like, Eddie Murphy didn't quit because he couldn't do new material. You know what I mean? Eddie Murphy quit because he became a movie star and he wanted to do that. Yeah. Steve Martin quit because he just couldn't. They, they didn't. They <laughs> want. They just kept. They, they wanted him to do all the hits and everything. He's like, I can't. Do I anything. heard somebody like like ask him in an interview, like, why aren't you funny anymore? And he was just like, that's when he Steve Martin just shut down. He couldn't be that clown prince that he, he used to be. Plus, too, why would you ask that question? That's such a stupid question. question too. Yeah. yeah. How come you're not funny anymore? So it's, like, it's like you're a creative guy. Why don't you just do the same thing forever? Because I remember hearing, I remember five years ago hearing Eddie Murphy was going to be doing stand-up again, right. and I got excited. Yeah. And then it's like after about five years of hearing that rumor, you realize, well, first of all, it's not true, okay. and second of all, he doesn't need to come back. Yeah, He's I got mean, plenty of money for the time and the place where it existed. I think it was, it, he obviously was a fucking superstar. Yeah, yeah, and it was a cultural phenomenon. Well, and, his movies aren't interesting yeah. or good anymore either. You know what I mean? That's been the case. It's too. impossible to sustain, I think. That's true also. I think I it's, mean, it's very few tunes. Yeah. And he actually has, in a way, but not something I'm interested in. Comedy, yeah. I think, is impossible to. Like, even the great dramatic actors, whether it's De Niro or Pacino, like, people always say, oh, they're just doing versions of themselves now. It's like, you can't win. Longevity, you can't win. I see yeah. any level of fame, there, there's going to be half the people who say, like, oh, you're so great. And the other half, oh, he thinks he's so great. Yeah, it's just, and I guarantee those other that other half that says, "Oh, he thinks he's so great." The second they'd have an opportunity to work with that person, they'd shit their pants and oh, do yeah, it. Oh yeah, big crowns. Right. Also, people like uh, get all angry at Robert De Niro for doing like the Meet the Fockers movies. The guy fucking break. Does everything he had to be in have to be like raging yeah. bull? Or he's got to be like this? I mean, let the guy relax and just chill on on a few of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And no one's gonna, no one's gonna bat a thousand anyway. And, and those aren't even bad. They're actually like good at what no. they're good, like family comedies or yeah. whatever. They're fine at that. Dude. And for the record, I would shit my pants and do it in a fucking negative half a heartbeat if I had a chance to do an Eddie Murphy movie right now. Yeah, that's the profanity fucking... police that you just heard pulling yeah. by. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. You your pants <laughs> your and when, when you get that roll, you'd be like, "Yo, can you take that that <laughs> podcast down <laughs> just, just in case? Just in case, <laughs> take him down." That's right. Because I loved Eddie Murphy when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, here's the bad thing. I love He's it. Uh, next week. Yeah. I won't mention this. I, yeah. Can you imagine if they made um, a Beverly Hills Cop four? They made three, right? Yeah, or yeah. Two the third one was the only amusement park where they got Yeah, so if they up. made a fourth one, yeah. I'd, I'd buy a ticket to go see it. I would too, yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I've just always loved Eddie Murphy. Just for Bronson Pinchot alone, you know? <laughs> I mean, I grew up loving Steve Martin movies, Eddie Murphy movies. Yeah. I mean, I still like Eddie Murphy as an actor. And That's why I went to Tower Heist. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed. Fool Highland Woods, <laughs> shame on you. No, I... Coming to America is probably my favorite of his. Coming to America and the first Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 is good too, actually. What about Golden Child? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seen an ugly little naked man run around on that bill. <laughs> man, great movies. Some great movies. Yeah, I think that when you get so many scripts thrown at you, you can say yes and no to whatever. That's another thing. My wife worked on Me, Dave. So we have the DVD and we're watching it. And it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. That's just... Very good. What the uh, Kevin Klein one? Or no, the 
no, no that's, that's what Dave. I was thinking of too. That's all oh, Dave. Meet Dave is when oh. he's an alien. Oh yeah, Eddie Murphy inside Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh so, shit. I thought Dave with Kevin Klein is one of my favorite okay. movies. Okay. Okay. Probably like you know I don't know about top ten. We watched it in my home ec class in high school. I don't really? know what, how that was rationalized, <laughs> but I was glad it was. Because your teacher was an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're having movie day, kids. Oh, well, yeah, there's plenty of good. I never Eddie saw Meet Dave. So. I never saw Meet Dave. I agree. Norbit. I never saw Norbit. Norbit's so stupid. I still haven't seen Dreamgirls, which Eddie Murphy was. Didn't he good. win an Oscar? He got nominated. He did. Yeah, he was nominated. And they say because long, Norbit but... came out the same year, it kind of ruined his chances. Really? Which, I mean, they're not going to. Why would they nominate the guy if they felt that way? Just I'm sure there was someone else who did something cool. I don't know who, who the fuck knows. But yeah, he got nominated. But it was funny that he was nominated for an Oscar that year and also had Norbit out, which was just like the most lowbrow fucking thing. Oh, I see Look, it. he's now fat. That's it. funny. <laughs> Look, he's overweight. <laughs> That's a nutty professor. That's the world that Martin Lawrence got sucked into with a Big Mama's House shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was during his heat exhaustion. Yeah, right? Yeah. I also like too how we're like. I can't wait to have my heat exhaustion phase. <laughs> <laughs> we have a publicist that can clean up your messes. Oh, whatever. What happened to Ryan? Oh, he was. Oh, oh, he was doing coke playing Sid Meier's. No, I mean heat exhaustion. <laughs> heat exhaustion. What did I say? Coke. I man exhausted. Did I say he was? He was exhausted from cocaine. Some new Call of Duty maps came. <laughs> Glendale. The Glendale Call of Duty maps came out. He's been really pissed off about the five interstate entrance ramps being closed. So we went on a killing spree. Uh, I like uh, this is the end. I mean, not that Eddie Murphy was in that, but as far as a recent comedy that I liked, I like that one. I gotta oh, see that. I, I can't believe really I haven't funny. seen it. I thought that was really funny. Sometimes too. I hate the really self-aware like. Hey, we're all movie stars, and this is us being movie stars. Well, that's what I thought. Sometimes I hate that, like, uh, what is it, Ocean's Twelve, when yeah. they do the Julie Roberts. Yeah, like, bullshit. isn't this great? We're like, all together. I was like, screen. you couldn't find a way out of this fucking story. Like, this was the script. Well, I was, I was fearful so that when I first saw the poster for this at the end, because I liked all those guys' movies, and then I was like, this could either be really fun, or I hope this doesn't hit the point where it's just like, it's just us hanging out. Isn't that good enough? Yeah. And But that shit was way funny. It was... Yeah, I've heard it was great. I saw it at the theater twice. <laughs> I, I That's bought, an endorsement. I bought, yeah. I bought it the whole time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we were talking about it the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on cable now. I think it's doing the rounds. It's no good. shit, I gotta That's see funny. it then. Yeah. 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 Good effects. And it's probably my favorite effects com comedy since Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what about the one uh, with uh, Danny McBride? Your Highness? Yeah, That yeah. was funny, too. I think this one worked better. I think that movie's funny, too. I also own that movie. That oh, fun. I'm just on board with Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah. Same I'm on board here. with him the same way I was with Jim Carrey and Robin Williams in the 90s. Yeah. Robin Williams I was never on board with other than, like, maybe Mork and Mindy. <laughs> yeah? When I was little or whatever. Yeah. Jim Carrey, definitely. Robin Williams is just kind of fun annoying after a while. He's just like, <laughs> and then she's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I know Craig Robinson. We don't hang out a tremendous amount, but I, we're kind of buds, but it's so that cool. funny, to, man. Yeah, he's funny. But it's so cool to see him in like, because I've known him when he showed up in, um, oh, what am I thinking, man? Knocked Up. Yeah. It was just like, you fucking killed it, man. That was so... Him as the bouncer was yeah. just so goddamn funny. And it was the thing that really kind of put him on the map with all those with all those guys. So to see him playing himself in something, holding court with those guys. Like, yeah. Go get him, Craig. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was great in Eastbound and Down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My buddy used to be the boom operator on The Office. 
yeah. he's the best man at my wedding. So I would always go, um, not always, but you know, a handful of times, to go have lunch and hang out. You know, and yeah. every time like Craig was working, I would like go by. Or he played like the guy in the warehouse or something, right? Yeah. I never saw much of The Office. Yeah, after Michael Scott, after, you know, Steve Carell left, I didn't watch a tremendous amount, you know. It's funny, because, I, like a lot of people, I saw the British office first, and when the American one started, when they were, like, the first season or first several, they were doing, like, pretty much, like, verbatim, like, yeah. from it. Yeah. I was just like, ugh, I already watched this, and it was great. I don't want to watch this. Obviously, it became its own thing, yeah. but I never stuck around to watch the rest of it, but I yeah. do hear it's good. I did. It was shit. Yeah, I funny. haven't seen it much yeah. of it. What we've learned here today is Eddie Murphy, suck a dick. All these people who are completely legit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if it. Eddie Murphy walked in right now, I'd be like trying to get his autograph. Yeah, I'm a fan. I should watch the uh, Dream Team documentary last night. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Is there a 30 on 30 about it? No, they did a whole... Um, like an ESPN Sports or something did a whole like hour, yeah. two hour thing, and it was it was them talking about their experience and you know their relationships. It was interesting, but it was actually the, the guys that were involved with it at the time. So they're pretty pretty big. They pretty talk about the paper jacket you could get out of a box of cornflakes at the time that they had as a deal. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Know, uh -uh. They used to have a, a Team USA jacket from the 92 Olympics, uh -huh. mostly based around the Dream Team. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember if it came. Yeah, it, it would come in a box of cornflakes. That's what it was. And uh, it was basically like a paper jacket. Do you know like... Um, a paper jacket? You know, like if I'm you, cold. Somebody give me the paper jacket. Well, if you buy... I don't know if paper's like... It's, it's a little stronger than paper, but right. not much. Like, you know, it's like if you buy a bag of mulch, it's yeah. got that kind of like... Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of like thick industrial paper with like plastic sort of string in it it was that it was essentially that from miracle girl and it was a jacket yeah. of that and it said usa on it and had like a flag on it wow. that was it i was but, telling ryan yesterday i went out for i had a call back for a michael jordan haynes commercial where you're like you're gonna play this, michael jordan where i play michael jordan they've, they've cut him <laughs> from the campaign yeah. so i'm the new i'm the new guy but um it was one of those times where you go in and like the person who's like the director doesn't look at you once it's like you and another guy yeah he's just like he's giving all the notes to the guys like oh, so what and i'm standing like directly right next yeah. to him he's just talking to the other guy the whole time you're like i'm glad i came in yeah thank you for <laughs> yeah, auditions can just be so retarded man. the first time i ever did morphine was when the dream team <laughs> was playing because i remember i got hit in the head with a baseball bat you can't see the scar on my forehead anymore really but yeah on recess. Uh-huh. Or no, actually, this is a different time. I had, uh, I had uh, mono, nucleosis, and it was so bad that my throat closed up all the way I couldn't eat, and I lost a bunch of weight, and I had to go to the hospital. Cool. And it was the summer. <laughs> and it was that summer, and I was on an IV to get, uh -huh. like, liquids. Yeah. And the TV had the Dream Team game on, yeah. and I just remember them going, okay, now you're going to... You're probably gonna fall asleep here in a minute. I was like, no, but the dream team's on. Alright, like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I couldn't even. Every time I tried to talk, I would vomit. Right. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, really gross stuff. And uh, and I just remember watching the dream team, and then they put the morphine, and I just remember like, I was like, this is the best feeling I've ever felt. In my life. <laughs> I'm like, life will never be better than than that 30 second like. <laughs> oh, I did notice you said the first time. I remember the first time I did morphine. <laughs> 
Well, they gave it to me multiple times. I understand. Oh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, if it's administered to you, you can't say you did it. I know. It was like someone order. gave me more <laughs> But it's fun, more fun to say yeah. I, the first time I did it. I didn't know where to buy it, so I hit myself in there with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. The first time my Give grandma did it. Yeah, I remember the first time my grandma Clark did it. She called her Grandma Jesus. She was really super religious. Never did drugs or drank alcohol in her entire life. Yeah. She's in the hospital because she had a fall. She's on morphine, so she thinks... She thought the angels were talking to her because yeah. she pulled me close at one point. She goes, the angels are coming for me. They told me you have to keep the family together. And I was like, you've got some bad information. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me? You're looking at me? <laughs> like, my dad, uh, my mom, you know, people who are responsible have money. I'm 14. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not the angels, Grandma. That's morphine. That's, that's some good shit. Talking. I saw the band Morphine play. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That guy actually on died morphine? on stage. Hey, on stage, really? On stage of an overdose. I saw him at Ooh, Pepsi Jamming on Main in Cincinnati. Wow, I love that band. <laughs> that horn in there. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, like a horn. <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I saw him that I, one time. Wow. I, I have video of it that I shot. I really like that, their music. The guy died, he OD'd while he was on stage? I believe so. That's crazy. Holy I know he was on stage. Wow. Uh, great voice. Yeah, I was laughing with somebody, he was like, saying how he like went to Thailand and smoked opium. It's just like, that feels acceptable. You know, you're like, I'm going to Thailand, I gotta smoke opium. Yeah. But like, if you do that in another venue, it's just like, it's much different to smoke opium in Thailand than it is to do it in Riverside. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Riverside's a lot more sad. <laughs> it's just so sad. It was an opium den in Riverside. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh god. Probably a lot more empty cans of monsters surrounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you say you're an opium Thailand, are you like, oh cool? Oh, was uh, so cool. Was uh, Marlon Brando with you? Yeah, exactly. Monster energy. All right. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. yeah, thanks for lunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a fun round of golf. Fun round of golf, for sure. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do this again. Bye. 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 All right, my friends, that was it. That was the episode. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you again to Ryan Singer. Thank you again to Andre Highland. Find them online. Find them live. Uh, Ryan Singer Comedy, Blonde Chili Comedy, or Funnel Film. Com. Well, those are all very perusable websites. I am back next Saturday with a brand new episode of the Grab Your Lunch podcast. Unless, of course, I head back to the river. See you next week, guys. Thanks again.